Hi, it's Matt. Just before we start the show, I want to tell you about a great live event I've got coming up on the 27th of March. To celebrate 600 episodes of Recruiting Future, I'm going to be hosting a live Ask Me Anything webinar. This is your chance to pick my brain on anything you like, including market trends and predictions, the impact of AI on recruiting, skills-based hiring, the changing role of recruiters, podcasting tips, or even my favourite Scottish tourist destinations and whiskies. Literally, ask me anything. I'll also be joined by some surprise special guests who'll be adding their perspectives to the conversation. You can sign up now by going to mattalder.me slash AMA. That's mattalder.me slash AMA. And I really look forward to seeing you there. That web address one last time. mattalder.me slash AMA. Support for this podcast comes from Averture ATS, an applicant tracking system that redefines user experience for candidates, recruiters and hiring managers. Just listen to one of the many ways in which L'Oreal USA has improved their hiring process with Averture, as told by Edward Dias, Director of Recruitment Intelligence and Innovation. Since we've been using Averture ATS globally, we have been able to massively improve our communication rate with candidates during and following their application. Uh, Before over a million people worldwide would never get contacted. Um, But with this smart automation and flexible processes, we've been able to change that. And that's been a huge achievement. Visit avature.net, that's A-V-A-T-U-R-E dot net, to learn why global market leaders like L'Oreal choose Avature to extend the candidate experience from shoulder tap to first day. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 104 of the Recruiting Future podcast. It's very clear from the conversations I have with employers around the world that modernising the recruitment process to fit in with the expectations of today's mobile device-centric talent audience is a real challenge. So how do you do it? And how do you do it across a large, complex business? My guest this week is Jez Langhorn, a senior HR director for McDonald's in the USA. McDonald's currently have over 850,000 employees in the US alone. And I know you'll find it fascinating to hear how they're innovating to solve some of their recruiting challenges. Hi, Jez, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Matt. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Could could we start by um, just having you introduce yourself and tell everyone uh, who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, my name's Jez Langhorn. I work for McDonald's. Um, primarily, my career has been in Europe and the UK, um, but I've been in the US for the past two years, where I look after human resources for the West zone of, of McDonald's. So it's kind of Chicago to Hawaii, 
Um, and there's about 7,000 restaurants and uh, the franchisees and people that work in those restaurants. How many How many people is that altogether? Because I think um, sometimes people don't quite get the scale of the operations that you guys run. Well, McDonald's in the US is one of the biggest employers in the USA. So we have 14,000 restaurants, um, the majority of which are owned and operated by our independent franchisees. And between our franchisees and the McDonald's-owned and run stores, we employ about 850,000 people across the US. So what are the main people challenges that you face as an organization? Well, I think there's still a lingering kind of snobbery when it comes to jobs in the quick service restaurant industry. Um, And uh, we've seen that outside the US and inside the US. So these are real perception challenges. Um, You've probably heard of the word or the phrase McJob, um, which is a a relatively derogatory term for for jobs in the quick service industry um, and retail. And we think that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, we think we're, we're offering good jobs uh, for good people who want to work hard, uh, study um, and get on and grow their careers, um, you know, and their lives. And, and many hundreds of thousands of people do that with us every year. Um, we've recently launched a commitment in the U.S. to say that we're committed to being America's best first job. And that's a commitment that we've taken you know, really seriously. Um, we know that people want a job that fits around their life, whether they want time to study for college or look after their family or just enjoy the things they love. And that's why we believe um, vehemently in supporting restaurant employees uh, in their desire to learn and earn by offering things like flexible schedules, opportunities to continue their education, training programs that provide skills that stay with them for life. Um, And I guess ultimately we want to empower and train our people to do what they do best, which is to serve our customers brilliantly um, and make every visit for our customers special. So I'm guessing that uh, with with, with that many people there, um, you've got sort of quite considerable um, recruiting recruiting needs on an ongoing basis. Uh, That's true. Um, And there's also some demographic shifts that have been happening across the U.S. Um, And and this is something that we called the workforce cliff. Um, By our um, determination, uh, looking at all of the statistics from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, you know, the number of people available for work in the U.S. compared to the number of jobs that will need filling is, is a rapidly closing uh, gap. Um, we, you know, we think that uh, employment and getting the right quality and right quantity of people is going to be more and more of a challenge um, over the coming years. And how, what kind of initiatives, um, you know, sort of over and above the, the things you've talked about by, you know, wanting to be the sort of the, the best place for people to have their first job, what, what sort of other specific initiatives uh, have you put in place or are you putting in place to, to deal with uh, those issues? Well, unfortunately, some of these uh, perceptions are long held. So we've tried to take a new and we consider a slightly innovative approach to address these challenges. Um, firstly, we've got uh, an ongoing program of tackling these challenges by telling stories about the opportunities available to people if they come to work at a McDonald's brand restaurant. Um, we're doing that through the eyes and voice of, of our actual crew and putting them front and center to help tell the story and break down those, those misconceptions we found to be um, very powerful and that connects well with you know, still a predominantly young workforce. Um, 
of the 850,000 people that work for us and our franchisees in the US, I think about 60% are aged 16 to 24. So if we're not the biggest employer of young people in the US, we must be, you know, close to it. Um, and, you know, engaging with that group of people, you know, requires some some new and innovative thinking. So we're looking at things like Snapchat, Spotify, and Hulu as avenues to engage with job seekers and drive awareness of the opportunities that are available at McDonald's, which are all new areas for us to tell our story in. And we've also looked at different ways about actually selecting and onboarding people. Um, so we've got um, a new recruitment system that we just put into the US um, last year uh, with a company called People Matter and Snag a Job. Um, that's driven um, uh, the time to apply for a job at McDonald's down from about 40 minutes to between five and 10 minutes. And that's really boosted applications and simplified that application process. And we've also launched a, a website called Our Lounge, which um, is for all of the crew and managers at McDonald's USA um, and is a place for them to come and engage with McDonald's, see when they're working, look at their schedules, get great discounts on um, whether it's their mobile phone or uh, gas um, at the pump, uh, some really great discounts that we've negotiated on behalf of, of them. So these are all kind of different ways we're looking to you know, attract and engage people um you know in in brown mcdonald's and you know our, our partnership with snapchat really is an extension of that and um the launch of, of we think is an industry first of something we're calling snapplications now um i read a little bit about um the snapplications initiative could you could you sort of talk us through the details of um exactly what it is um and how it how it how it's working or, or how it's going to work sure so um, we, we've already run the initiative in the U.S., um, and it was um, very successful for us. Uh, seemed to connect really well with our target audience of that 16 to 24-year-old age group. And this really um, took the form of uh, people going onto Snapchat and seeing a short 10-second video um, of a real McDonald's crew member uh, working in a restaurant, talking about the opportunities and what it's like to work at a McDonald's restaurant. And so uh, that was quite surprising, I think, to many people. Um, it was done in a very engaging and relaxed way in the voice of, of our employees. And then it was very simple for people to find out more. They literally swiped up um, on that video and they could go directly to the application page of McDonald's.com um, so on the careers page there, there's the application and they could fill out an application immediately there, uh, you know, to work in their local restaurant. So it was a very uh, simple, easy, intuitive thing for people to be able to do. Um, and we saw some terrific results from doing it. Um, you know, we, we had um, a 35% increase in applications um, uh, compared to the same period last year and a 21% increase in hires for the month as well. So we think it resonated well with, you know, young people um, and they reacted well to it and applied in their drones. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're really 
really impressive results. Um, just to dig a little bit deeper into the actual application process, because you, you mentioned in general that the time, you know, you've really driven the time to apply down quite significantly. Um, and, um, you know, in other episodes of the podcast, or episodes of the podcast, we've sort of looked at the, the effect um, the user friendliness of an application process has on sort of converting the interest from, from, from marketing. What, what, did you change or what did you do to make the the actual application um, kind of efficient for the for the Snapchat audience? Well, as you can imagine, we stripped an awful lot out of it. Um, you know, we still take the basic information that we need to to be able to screen an application, but we've m- removed um, uh, psychometric tests. Uh, we've removed some kind of additional information that was you know, really uh, not a big predictor of whether or not someone would be successful, you know, in their role with with McDonald's. So we pared that down, asked a couple of, you know, kind of really succinct questions, and then use that to be able to screen people and then come in to see, you know, a restaurant manager and be able to talk to them and have that face-to-face interview when they come in. Okay, so it's all about making it as sort of frictionless as... um as frictionless as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, simple and easy is um, the kind of mantra that we were looking for. Uh, I don't think ever filling out a job application would be enjoyable, but we can make it simple. We can make it easy, um, and uh, you know, so that it's as you said, frictionless for the uh, for the potential uh, employee for us. You mentioned a couple of other platforms that you were using there. What what else are you doing? What other innovations are you sort of looking at and experimenting with at the moment? Well, our relationship with people like um, Spotify and Hulu for us to start um, serving up, you know, different video uh, footage, uh, different uh, verbal messages, different written messages to help debunk these myths around McDonald's and work at McDonald's in a place where young people are um, and going to them or rather than expecting them to come to where, where we might be, we're finding um, very useful and that's starting to resonate, we think, uh, pretty well with young people. So we're going to continue to look at those, but we'll also continue to look at um, uh, other innovative um, options that come to us. Uh, we're keen to work with um, stakeholders, whether they be in state or or, or federal employees to help debunk some of these myths and and really demonstrate how McDonald's is supporting local communities across the US um, with employment and training and education. And obviously, you know, things are evolving um, very, very quickly at the moment in terms of sort of innovation and and technology and that kind of stuff. What what does the future look like um, for McDonald's? What's on your radar at the moment for the next two to four years? Well, in the same way that we're trying to make things simple and easy for people to apply to us, you know, when it comes to our customers, we're looking for new and innovative ways for them to engage with with McDonald's. So the introduction of things like uh, mobile order and pay, uh, which we're testing and deploying across the US at the moment, where people can, you know, order in advance using the McDonald's app. turn up at any McDonald's restaurant and, you know, using geofencing technology, it picks up their order, uh, serves it to the kitchen who cook and prepare their order uh, while directing the the customer to park in a certain bay. And then we run it out to them so they don't have to go through the drive-through lane or don't um, even have to come in the restaurant. 
So that's new and innovative and something that, again, customers are reacting really well to. Um, you've probably heard about our relationship with uh, Uber Eats, where we've now got uh, uh, delivery running in three and a half thousand restaurants in the US of our 14,000, where you can uh, order online through Uber Eats and have McDonald's delivered you know, directly to your door 24-7 um, from those three and a half thousand restaurants. And again, customers are reacting you know, very well to that added uh, convenience. And then in our restaurants, we're continuing to remodel um, our restaurants here in the U.S. into something we're calling, uh, you know, experience of the future restaurants. We're adding table service. Uh, we've added kiosks to our restaurants as well. So really simplifying the ordering process. So now, you know, big groups of people can come in or, you know, mums with kids, um, you know, dads taking the kids out, uh, can go to a kiosk, order in their own time. Um, and go and sit down and we'll bring the food directly to them, you know, with table service uh, using um, some Bluetooth technology to locate them in the restaurant. So always to, you know, simplify the experience for our customers and make it more and more enjoyable for them to come and visit us. Is that something that you're kind of mirroring with um, sort of people in recruitment as well? Well, it does. And this has fundamental impacts on on uh, where people work in our restaurants. So, for example, if we introduce kiosks to a store and table service, you need less tills in a restaurant for people to walk up to and therefore less people on them. Uh, and it's a common misconception that, you know, we were introducing kiosks to reduce the number of people you know needed in a restaurant. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, what we're doing, though, is just redeploying those people into more customer-facing, customer-supporting roles on the dining area, helping them order through kiosks, uh, delivering food to their table, engaging with them there. And what we're finding is that's a much more fulfilling experience, both for our customers and for our crew and managers. You know, they enjoy doing it. They can be more relaxed in themselves at work, you know, um, perhaps, you know, slightly less um, structured in what they have to say and do with customers they're you know free to bring more of themselves to work and that's you know resulting in um, you know good increases in customer satisfaction and employee satisfaction as well fantastic jez thank you very much for talking to me my thanks to jez langhorn you can subscribe to this podcast in itunes on stitcher or download the show app on your smartphone just search for Recruiting Future in your app store. You can listen to all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. my show. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, 
subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.